Welcome to Dear 20-something. I'm Erica, the host of this podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here. A bit about me, I'm a 20-something social entrepreneur and investor who is navigating the ups and downs of being in my 20s. The Dear 20-something podcast started because we wanted to create a space for ambitious and curious 20-somethings to connect with the successful changemakers they most look up to. While the 20s can be a time full of questions and doubts, we're here to humanize the whole thing. You'll hear from successful trailblazers who will share the highs and lows of their 20s, and you'll also get words of wisdom from some experts who will speak on a certain topic relevant for 20-somethings. And then sometimes it'll just be me on the mic hosting an episode where I share recent reflection or story from my own life, as I too am navigating this wild decade. We're so happy to have you here. Let's get started. Today on the solo episode, I will be sharing some end-of-year reflections from 2022 and goal-setting tips for 2023. End of year is always a very interesting time. It's sort of this like man-made checkpoint to reflect on the past 365 days and see how we want to be better for the next 365. I also love how the holidays fall right before the new year. Feels like a great way to reset priorities and remind us all of what really matters. For this episode, I'm going to walk through my reflections on how this past year went. And there are a lot of changes. (laughs) It was a big year. And then share how I like to set goals for the new year. As a reminder, this is what works for me. Please find what works for you. And hopefully there are some valuable tips in this. So before I dive in, I did just want to say I'm a huge goal setting person. I, a lot of people who know me well know this. I really believe that you can't achieve things if you don't have a clear goal in mind. And at least just like an, almost like an end point that you're working towards. I think it's really hard to build for something that you don't articulate really well. And so that's why I use goals. And I've found that, you know, some people agree with manifestation, some people don't. For me, I've found that writing them down, speaking them into existence, telling other people about them actually makes them much more likely to come true. So, you know, everyone has their own philosophy on goal setting. Everyone has their own philosophy on reflections and journaling. It works for me. I personally believe that it's the best thing you can do for yourself. But yeah, to each their own. I hope, if nothing else, you can walk away from this episode understanding what works for one person and see if it, you know, maybe in some way would work for you. So I'll start with the 2022 reflections, what went well and what didn't go well. And then I'll go into my 2023 goals. And just as a heads up, I'm not walking through necessarily exact goals. They might come up, they might not. It's more so just the structure for how I think about it. Start with 2022 reflections. So I'm a big buckets person. I love numbers. I love lists. I love putting things into categories. It's how my brain works. And so there's eight main buckets that I use to think about my life. And I I literally do think about them like buckets, like almost like water filling a bucket. So like the first bucket, I'll walk through all eight, but the first bucket is like career and business. I would say that like I put a lot of water in that basket or a lot of eggs in that basket or whatever you want to call it. And so I do actually visualize it like it's this like empty bucket or basket. Okay, so here are the eight buckets. Career business, finances, family and friends, love and romance, recreation, which would be like fun and leisure, entertainment, self-care, personal growth and learning, and then the physical environment. So I'll walk through what went well and what didn't go well in each of these buckets but those are the eight that I like to think about. Obviously, some of these can kind of be tied into larger buckets, like family and friends and love and romance can kind of fall under like a relationships bucket. But I like to separate them out because I do think there's nuance and it's pretty different. 
Okay, so the eight buckets. So the first bucket, career and business, what went well and what didn't go well. I would say, oh yeah, if this wasn't already obvious, I'm like doing these live with everyone right now. So (laughs) I have the buckets defined. I haven't necessarily walked through each thing yet. So I'll think about it as we chat. So what went well for career and business? I mean, I would say the thing that really went well in this past year is I switched careers, which is a big move. And I didn't know if I could. So I went from operating at a startup to working in venture capital. At this time last year, I knew that was something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know if I could do. And so like reflecting on this year, it's pretty crazy. I did. I made that big career switch and I realized how much I loved venture capital. I thought I would, but I didn't know how much I would. So I would say taking a bet on myself, switching careers. And then I would say towards the end of the year, I have decided to not be at that same venture job anymore. And I'm taking yet again, another bet on myself. It's a risky move, but it's what I know in my gut I need to do. So I would say what went well, I took a lot of risks and they have so far paid off and taught me a lot about myself. What didn't go so well in career and business I won't go into too many details. I will just say, I think I learned a lot at my last venture job, but I, you know, I wasn't there probably for as long as I was originally planning on being there. And not that that didn't go well because I learned so much, but it definitely switched up my plans sooner than expected. And that environment was not what I had expected. So I would say, you know, I'm, I'm a big silver linings person. And I think it's not that it didn't go well. It just wasn't what was expected, but I still learned a lot. And it put me on the path, the exact path that I'm on right now, which is taking a bet on myself and building something. So absolutely no regrets. Really glad for how everything has played out. But I would definitely say that that, while it was a big change, the expectations were interesting. And I learned a lot about myself and about my team and about like kind of who I want to be and what I want to see change in the industry. Okay, so a lot for career and business this year. I imagine somehow next year we'll have even more in career and business, but that's okay. That's my focus right now, and I know that. I've intentionally kind of put that above a lot of a lot of things because I care a lot to build something that I am really proud of and that withstands. I also, I guess, now that we're talking about it, I have a couple other career slash business things that aren't the obvious day job. This podcast, I guess, would be one which is sort of like a business endeavor that I'm taking on, which I would say has grown this past year, gone well. What didn't go as well, I would say maybe I put less time into scaling it than the first year. But what went well was I still met amazing people and now I source a lot of my podcast guests from inbound. So still going very well. I think I'll just leave it at that. Alrighty, the next bucket is finances personal finances. So I did a podcast episode on this. If you're curious how I think about personal finances, so you can take a look. I also brought on someone who is an actual founder of a personal finance company. So do you listen to her? She knows what she's talking about. So personal finances, what went well and what didn't go well? What went well was, I would say I kept close track of my personal finances. I have a good budgeting system that's easy for me to stick to. That went well. I was able to accumulate more money from my last job or savings. What also went well, but could be perceived as not going well, is I actually did a lot of angel investing this past year. I believe I invested in about like 10 companies. And that went well in the sense that I was able to get into these companies. I obviously am really excited about them. I'm excited about their founders. 
But that was definitely like an overall hit to the bank account, if you will, because obviously like it's not cheap angel investing. And so I would say that was like a huge personal finance expense I put forth this year, but definitely worth it from like a getting access to the founder standpoint and showing that I can get into really hot companies, but definitely was a slight drain or a more than slight drain to the bank account. What didn't go well this year? Let me think. Again, it's a silver linings thing. Like I am now taking a bet on myself and am going to be building something. And so I'm having to navigate the emergency fund slash consulting to pay the bills slash combination of the two so that I can build the thing I want to build. But I would definitely say I'm a lot more protective over money now just because I am, you know, I'm consulting a bit, but I'm not making the same salary, obviously, that I was before because I'm starting something. So it's not that it's not going as well. It's just I'm in a different bucket right now because I need to prepare and I need to just be more thoughtful because you know, there's not as much money coming in and I need it to last me a lot longer. So yeah, I think I've been more hyper aware of my finances. I don't plan on being that way forever. I, but I have to build the thing first and then I can start paying myself a bit. Finances are a big one this past year, I would say with angel investing and and now emergency fund consulting work. Great. Okay. Next bucket, the third bucket, family and friends. What went well, what didn't go as well? What went well, I would say I think I've always really prioritized family and friends. It's something that I feel like I've been really, really clear on. Like some people have struggled to put that above work. I feel like I've never, maybe there've been moments, but like for the most part, I would say, I guess you should ask my family and friends <laughs> to hear it from me. But I would say, I, I do feel like I put my family and friends above all else. And I say that because I don't, I mean, I have a lot of friends, like, you know, we all have from, high school and college is like much larger, larger groups of, I guess I'd say acquaintances, but I have a really, really small, tight circle of close friends and close family. And like, I can count on two hands, the people that I go to for everything. And they're friends that I've had for usually, you know, more than a decade. So yeah, I would say for those core people, what went well is I maintain those relationships. I deepen those relationships and I feel like there's been a lot of celebrations as well with, with family and friends, just in terms of engagements and babies and marriage and all the fun stuff. And I do feel like I've shown up for all those moments, which is good. I've been very blessed in that I haven't had any major losses this past year. And that I feel very grateful for that. In terms of what also went well with maybe, let's say, like my wider acquaintances, I feel like I met a lot more new friends this year. And if you're listening to this and you're a new friend, I appreciate you. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Last year, my, my word of the year was connection and I was really trying to meet more people. And it's not always easy post-grad, right? To meet new people. And I do feel like I have a lot of new friendships in my life. Like one of my girlfriends I met this past year, I'm now going to her wedding in July. So I feel very, very blessed in that I've made a lot of new acquaintances and, and and friends that I'm becoming closer to, right? It takes a while to get really close to someone, but I've definitely built up a lot more relationships. And I think that's just the nature of also venture capital, right? And like being in the tech ecosystem, we just meet a lot of people. Great. And then what else went well, I guess we'll say with like my immediate family, my twin sister got engaged, which was really exciting. And that was like a huge thing. And I think I'll leave it at that. Well, it didn't go as well with family and friends. 
maybe some of my friends that live in farther cities, I didn't visit as many as I would have liked. FaceTimes can only get you so far. And I did have one big reunion with some high school best friends, but I do have friends that live in other big cities that I didn't visit. So I would say maybe making more of an effort next year and traveling to those places and seeing those friends. Like I would say New York and DC in particular, I haven't gone as often just because it's far from LA. But I did go once this year. I guess maybe I went to New York twice. I went to New York twice, but I didn't see friends one of the times. So yeah, maybe making more of an effort with my friends that live on the East Coast just to see them in person versus just FaceTimes. Okay, next bucket is love and romance. Oh man, what went well this year? The, the cheesy answer is I think I really focused on loving myself a lot. It's so funny, like my Saturdays now, I don't have a partner, I don't have kids. I do exactly what I want and I could not be happier. I go to my favorite little coffee shops. I go for walks. I go to stores I want to go to. I go see a movie if I want to. I think I've just like really, really healed from past relationship stuff and really fallen in love with like myself and my time. And I'm really grateful for that. And that's been the real focus in the rec- in recent years. So I would say that went really well. It's just like really focusing on myself, loving myself, dating myself. Like I have no problem ever, 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 no problem ever going to a restaurant by myself. And I just love spending time with myself. I think that's something that we should all strive for in our 20s versus always, you know, running to a partner to do that for us. I would say the thing that didn't go as well, I, I'm not sure how open I am to to meeting someone. I think I say I am and I would like to be, but I think it would take someone really, really special for me, which is probably a good thing for me to uh, actually consider (laughs) that. I'm just so, I just love myself and my own time and being independent. I'm working on being more open to the idea of letting someone else in. But for now, I'm just really, really content with focusing on myself. But yeah, I'll leave it at that. I I tend to be a little bit more private when it comes to dating life and, and my personal life just the nature of the job. I, I'm a woman. I'm a young woman. I want people to take me seriously. So I, I tend to not over describe, but yeah, maybe, maybe working on being more open for, you know, a guy that I feel like really makes me feel like they add to my life versus they're just, you know, nice or funny or smart or whatever, but it really needs to be an addition for me to make room at this point. Okay. Next, the bucket is recreation, fun, and leisure. Okay, what went well? Well, I think if I'm looking back on this year, I do think I had a lot of fun in the ways that I like to have fun. This is such a big thing that I've learned. Like, you know, when you're in your 20s, a lot of people think that everyone should have fun the same ways. And I think that's so wrong. You need to figure out how you like to have fun. Like, I have a cousin, she loves concerts. Like, music is her happy place. And it's like, well, that's exactly what you should be doing all the time. For me, I love movies, I love the beach. Like, I love trying really good new restaurants. Like we all have fun in different ways. It doesn't have to be going out to the bars all the time. Because I personally, you know, once in a while I'll do that for sure. But I don't find that super, super fun. I don't find that to be like my ultimate happy place. Sometimes like dancing in a club with girlfriends is the best, but it's not something that I do every weekend because I like other things more. So I would say I've really, what went well is I've really figured out like what my fun looks like. And I've done a lot of that. So for me, like I said, it's it's going to the movies. It's watching movies at home. It's reading books. I love to read. It's going to the beach. I go to the beach as often as I can. And it's just like 
traveling and going where I want to go and doing what I want to do. And I think a lot of that comes down to me just being in this stage right now where I'm really independent and I can do what I want when I want versus eventually when I have kids and a family, I know it's going to be the kids soccer games and things I do for other people. But now I can do kind of what I want to do for me. What didn't go as well this past year in recreation? I mean, I think it's an ongoing problem. I don't always put fun above. And like, it's almost for me, I sometimes view it as like lack of productivity, which isn't a good thing. I don't always put that above or prioritize it the way that I should. So I think just, yeah, I, I've done it, but I, sh- I could definitely do more. All right, there's three buckets left. Self-care, the health and wellness bucket, what went well. Oof, this is the bucket I think I, I'm putting more effort on in 2023. I definitely will say I took care of myself. I talked about how much I love love being on my own and I do what I want when I want, which I think is a form of like wellness and like mental health. I did a good job of going on weekly walks, like twice a week walks. I, I think that's an area I need to do much better. I don't love to cook. I know I need to do better. I don't love to go do like an intense workout. I prefer more of like a walk. And I just know I can do better and I should do better. I do get a lot of sleep, which is good. That is my self-care that I don't negotiate on. But yeah, I think this is a bucket that I really, I want to do better, especially knowing that I'm starting something and I need to be my most optimized self to make it successful. So yeah, I think for this one, this is a big focus for 2023. Okay, next bucket, personal growth and learning. What went well? I think I learned so much this past year. A lot of it came from movies and books, but also learning about a completely new industry was wild. And I think, yeah, that really pushed me to learn a lot about also not even just venture capital, but like large, like macroeconomics. Like I think we obviously that happens every time when you get into a recession, but I think I just like really got a better sense of what are interest rates? What is inflation? Where are we going? How does that affect market valuations? all of it. Like I feel like I was able to kind of step back and get more of that macro view I was looking for. Sometimes when you're building a startup, you can get really lost in the weeds and you can get so focused on like, okay, this one marketing initiative, how did it perform? Or this one supply chain issue, we can't get the glass that we need to get, whatever the thing is. And sometimes you don't always zoom out and see like what's actually going on in the larger world. And I felt like that's something I was really looking for with the job that I took. And I learned it wasn't, I didn't really learn it actually as much at the job. It was more so like on my own time and being on Twitter and just being in the industry. But I learned a lot. And yeah, I feel like I really, I really did learn a lot from like a personal growth and like career coach standpoint. I've been seeing my career coach still, which is amazing. I see her now more on an as needed basis versus consistently, but she's been amazing and kind of just pushes me as I experience big things to really think about them thoughtfully. What didn't go as well with personal growth and learning? I don't know. I mean, I think there's always more you can be doing, right? Like that's that's growth, that's learning. Probably should be doing the career coach thing a little bit more consistently. Yeah, I would say that's maybe something I can work on. Last bucket for 2022, physical environment. What went well? I love my place. I love where I live. I would say generally the place itself is what's going well. I live on my own, which is amazing. And there's a lot of, greenery and water and nature around me, which is amazing. And I just love it. I feel like it's it's a really healthy environment for me. What didn't go as well, maybe I, I could be hosting people more over. I'm really protective over the energy in my space. Like I rarely, rarely will invite people over unless they're like a very close family or friend. 
I think I should be more open to hosting. I did it a couple times this past year and it went well. So maybe, maybe I'll be more open to bringing people into my, into my home. All right. Those are my 2022 reflections. We did those live together. Thank you for your patience. I hope that was interesting uh, to get a peek into my life and maybe some of the areas I don't always talk about as much. Okay. Next, I'm going to just dive quickly into 2023 goals. And for this, I'm just going to walk through the structure that I use. Similar to how I mentioned these like 22 reflections I use, 2022 reflections, I use the eight buckets. I would typically just journal a lot of these answers that I just gave to you. So I would recommend doing the same thing. And then for these 2023 goals, I'll kind of walk through where I would put this information. So I would say there's three big things for goal setting for the new year. The first is taking these eight buckets that we just went through. And I'll I'll explain more on that. The second is a vision board, which I'll explain more on. And then the third is doing a sit and think, which I will explain more on. So the first way I would say for 2023 to kind of get yourself situated is to go through those eight buckets that I listed above and do what I did. Like maybe one to three one to three areas of improvement and maybe what didn't go as well. And then maybe one to three areas of like what went well that you want to kind of double down on. I think something that's really, really, really important with goals is picking things that are already going well that you want to keep doing. I think that's really, really important in acknowledging those areas where maybe you had put more effort in this past year and you really enjoyed that and you want to continue that same level of effort. It doesn't always have to be new, 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 right? It doesn't always have to be like pushing here, pushing there. It can just be like, oh, this area of my life actually has been going well and I want to keep it going. I like these three things that I do or, or something like that. So I would say journaling in those eight buckets, what went well, what didn't go well, just like I did, is the first thing you should do. And then picking you know, a few areas of improvement for the new year and maybe like a few areas that you want to continue doing what you're already doing. And setting them, obviously, this is really important, setting them in terms of something that is, it's a smart goal, right? So it's, what is it? Specific, measurable, achievable, result, I think it's results driven and time bound. I don't know. SMART is an acronym for something and make sure that your goals are SMART goals so that they really can be achieved within the year, that they're very specific, they're measurable, things like that. Okay, the next thing I would say is a vision board. And I have mentioned this before, but I love my vision board. I spend pretty much all of December thinking about what my one word and my one quote are going to be. And the way that I set up my vision board is I have one huge word in the middle. I have one quote elsewhere on this poster board. And then I have just a bunch of images. I don't use magazines to put the images together because I find that it's a bit limiting. I like to go to Google and just find like the perfect image. So I would say, yeah, put together a vision board. Think about the one word that you want to bring about more of in your life. And then think about the one quote that you really want to remind yourself when times get hard. And then a lot of images of things you want to manifest for yourself. So what I would also say too, is you can go to FedEx and you can send them your design file and they can print it out on a big poster board. And it's like 35, 40 bucks. It's really not much. You can get like a really simple frame from Michael's. I think the whole thing, it might've even been like 29 bucks and then the frame was like eight bucks and the whole thing came out to like, you know, 37 or something. Like it was really cheap when I did it last year and I'm going to do it again, obviously for this year. So I, I would highly recommend it. And then hanging up in a place where while you work, you see it. I think that's what's really, really important. It's like in my eye line, in my eyesight when I'm working. Great. And then the last thing is the sit and think, which I think should just be unstructured time to really just let your mind wander. We don't do that enough as humans. I have a lot of thoughts on this. 
But I think it's really, really, really important to just put the phone away, find a place to sit. It might be a park. It might be, for me, it's the beach. It might be, find a place where you can like look over at a horizon and you can kind of just immerse yourself outdoors, most likely. I mean, you can do it indoors, but I would say outdoors is probably better. You know, have a journal with you if you have any thoughts, but just let your mind wander. What what do you want your 2023 to look like? Is there anything specific you want to work through or talk through? So I would say, yeah, I, I think the sit and think is really, really important. And I don't think we do that enough. I, I do sit and thinks whenever I have a really big life thing going on. My process is like to do a sit and think, to journal it out, what I'm thinking, questions I still have. I find that really helps me like work through it. And I just let my mind wander. I don't have too much structure to it. So yeah, I would say doing that and just seeing what comes up. What what do you want in 2023? That maybe falls outside those buckets or wasn't super clear enough to be on a vision board. But maybe it's just something that has been like either nagging at you or something that you kind of want to work through in the new year. So so yeah, that those are my recommendations. You can obviously look back at all this, all these reflections and goals monthly if you want more direction or you feel like you want more specific goals. For me, I tend to not look at them too much throughout the year unless I really feel like, oh my gosh, you know, like let's say the self-care bucket's really lagging. I need some some ideas. But I kind of just write them and and let them be. Um, you know, some people might come back to them. I, I tend to remember what I end up picking for a lot of these buckets, but I, I don't know. I think you you have to also not drive yourself too hyper crazy and and obsessive and just let life happen. Um but whatever works for you. So, so yeah, I think that's pretty much it for this episode. I'm really excited for this new year. It's it's going to be a good one. I think it's going to be really hard economically, right? We know what's going on with the recession and a lot of folks have lost their jobs. And, you know, it's not an easy time right now. Markets are the lowest they've been. I think I saw something that said like since like 2009, like it's it's wild. But this is the way of the world and these things happen and we always bounce back stronger. And it brings us closer and makes us get more creative. So I'm really optimistic about the new year. I'm excited about what it's going to bring. And I'm excited to continue doing this podcast with you all. So one thing I will say is I am thinking about what 2023 looks like for the podcast, you know, what episodes, uh, who I want to have on, what episodes I want to do, um, all that good stuff. So if you have any recommendations or you have any guests or topics for solo episodes that you'd like to see, or, you know, maybe there's a certain cadence you wish I did more or less of, uh, don't hesitate to DM me. Let me know where, what your thoughts are. I'm really trying to build something that people really love and, and listen to and hopefully brings a lot of value. So I hope you had a lovely New Year's and I hope that you take some of these tips from this episode and use them in your own life. And yeah, let me know how it goes. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dear 20-something. If you enjoyed it, you can give us a follow over at Dear 20-something on Instagram or subscribe here or anywhere you get podcasts.